coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, everyone. Thanks for stopping by the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. Today, we're on part 24 of 30, where I'm speaking to you about the chapters out of my book, Blue Collar Leadership and Supervision, Unleash Your Team's Potential. And today, chapter 24 is about, is titled, Believe in Your Team, with the subtitle, They Need to Feel It not hear it. I meet a lot of leaders. They say they believe in their team, but their team doesn't feel like their leaders believe in them. And it doesn't matter if they're frontline people or people who are in management roles or support roles. When I say team, I'm talking about anybody at any level. And I'm talking about their leaders above them, whatever level they're at, causing their team to feel like they actually believe in them, not what comes out of their mouth, what comes out of their behavior. So if you've been listening to my podcast very much, you know, I have a personal friend and mentor uh, who helped build Chick-fil-A. His name is Jimmy Collins. And I did a podcast. I actually was at his home a while back and did a podcast or three podcast series. We, we actually episodes we recorded. And I believe those are episode 119, 121, and 123 if you'd like to go back and listen to those but jimmy jimmy was basically a truett kathy uh truett founded chick-fil-a 1967 and i believe jimmy collins was his third uh full-time employee in the 67 68 time period and jimmy worked there nearly 33 years retired in 2001 as as president and coo of chick-fil-a and he's last four years he's been a friend of mine and a mentor and really an amazing individual to get to know but jimmy says this he says the very best leaders make us feel as if we are in control the very best leaders make us feel as if we are in control so as leaders that's what we want to make our team feel like they're in control we don't want to be seen as a dictator we want to see as leaders, we want to be seen as part of the team and our team members are in control. Everybody's following each other. Everybody's leading each other. We're all managing our processes and our things effectively. That's, that's the way it should be. But low impact managers of people, low impact leaders of people, they want to be in control and they want their team to know they're in control and they have a style that, that pretty much communicates that to anybody in the room. But that's not what we're talking about. But there's a whole lot of that out there. So do you believe in your team? If you're a leader, if you're a formal authority leader at any level, do you believe in your team? Really, really believe in them. I mean, really believe in them as people. Not as producers of results and profits. Not do I believe they can get the job done. Do I believe in them as people? Do I believe they have more potential? 
So I, I saw a, a, a YouTube video quite a few years ago. It hadn't been that long ago, but it's been several years ago by a young man named Joshua Encarnacion. And uh, it's a great YouTube video. But but jo- Joshua explained that if you look look up the word belief in the dictionary, you'll discover words like trust, faith, and confidence are used to define belief. And he went on to say that, that believing in others this way is selfish. And it is. When you trust somebody, when you have faith in them, confidence in them, it's, it's involving you. What can they do for you? Can I trust them to do so-and-so for me? Do I have faith that they'll come through for me? Do I have confidence that they'll come through for me? And it requires judgment. You have to judge people to be able to trust them. You've got to place judgment on them. To have faith in them, to have confidence in them, it requires judgment. So I really like what he says there. But what was cool about that YouTube video was Joshua proposed we should redefine the way we believe in people. So so he went on to say we should we should redefine belief in people as encouragement, engagement, and empowerment. And he says that believing in people this way is selfless and it doesn't require judgment. I don't have to judge you to encourage you. I can just encourage you. I don't have to judge you to engage you. I can just engage you. And I don't have to judge you to empower you. All those words, encouragement, engagement, empowerment, that's all about releasing you. And I love the way that Joshua talks about that. And I wrote about it in my book, the one I have for you guys to use for growing and developing the frontline team members, Blue Collar Leadership, leading from the front lines. Actually, chapter two is all about that belief. And it's pretty neat because I have a cool story. When I was one night working in the middle of the night, two o'clock in the morning, back in 1995, I believe it was, and, and uh, an engineer who's doing a, a time study on my job came out in the middle of the night to because I was one of the most efficient operators. So he was wanting to do his time study on on me when I was working. So he wanted to know how how did I run so much productivity compared to other people. So he come out and studied me. And that night I had never met him before and I had never met him since. But that man did exactly what Joshua was talking about. He didn't know me. He didn't judge me. He didn't worry about, could he trust me? Did he have faith and confidence, all that stuff? What he did do was he encouraged me, he engaged me, and he empowered me without judgment, and it was selfless. And what I'm saying, the story behind that is he was just expressing belief in me. And he was trying to get me to to better myself and, and go to school for some type of education. He didn't care what. He just knew after talking to me and asking me some questions that I said, I was happy to graduate high school at all (laughs) and never expected to go back for any kind of formal schooling. And what was amazing, though, is, 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 like I said, I never met that guy before. I ain't never met him after. But I started community college the very next time classes restarted within like, I think it was like a month. 
and I went on to get my associate's degree and eventually I got my bachelor's degree. Took me quite a few years because I was working 10, 12 hours, sometimes 16, 18 hours a day, seven days a week for months and was a single parent. So it took me a while to to finally get there. But but I did all of that purely because someone, a stranger, believed in me. Imagine how much power you have that you can transfer into your team members. It's got to be sincere, though. But see, you you really may not be able to trust them. You really may not have faith in them. And you really may not have confidence in them because you know them. But check this out. You don't have to you, you don't have to know them or not know them to encourage them. The other stuff doesn't matter. You it doesn't matter if you trust them. You can encourage someone you don't trust. You can engage people you don't trust. You can empower people you don't trust. When I'm talking about it, I'm talking about encourage them, engage them, and empower them to climb to the next level and beyond in their life, whatever that means, at work and at home. Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A, he had this to say about encouragement. He said, how do you know if someone needs encouragement? If they're breathing, they need encouragement. That means you can encourage your boss. You can encourage encourage your team members, your peers. You can encourage people who report to you. Encouragement can go in a 360 degree direction from wherever you're at. We all need encouragement. And it won't cost you a penny to give encouragement to someone else. And you can give it away endlessly. It's like you've got an endless supply of encouragement if you've got the character to encourage others. John Maxwell remarked, give others money and it's soon spent. Give resources and they may not be used to the greatest advantage. Give help and they'll often find themselves back where they started in a short period of time. But give them your faith and they become confident, energized, and self-reliant and faith in the term he's he's talking about there in the context he's really talking about belief relative to the this chapter he's saying give someone your faith or belief and they become confident energized and self-reliant you got to believe in people if they're on your team believe in them why would you not believe in them if you don't believe in somebody they're going in the wrong direction if they're going to be on the team they need to be playing if they're going to be on your team you need to be believing in them. Andrew Carnegie said this, it's a big step in your development when you come to realize that other people can help you do a better job than you could do alone. And that's what happens when you, when you believe in people, you unleash their potential. You release them to become more. One way to really and truly Demonstrate with your behavior that you believe in your team. And it's a powerful tool for developing team members. And it's high-impact delegation. In my book, 10 Values of High-Impact Leaders, if you really want to learn how to delegate effectively and use the delegation as a tool to grow and develop your team, you need to check that book out, 10 Values of High-Impact Leaders. 
In there, one of the values is the value of delegation. And I talk about the five levels of high impact delegation. Low impact leaders and managers, they think delegation is just telling somebody else to do it. That is delegation, but that's the lowest level. And that's where most people stop because they don't know what they don't know. So level one is basically where you tell people what to do. So you tell them what to do. If you're not telling them what to do, they don't do anything. They wait for directions. That's what level one is, waiting for, wait for directions. Don't do anything until I tell you. You have no responsibility. I do all the thinking. So I'm going to give you a little outline of, the, uh, of these five levels of delegation, but you can get it more extensively if you, you get in the book, uh, 10 Values of High Impact Leaders. And there's a lot of other good stuff in that book as well. Level two is ask, ask what's next. So at level one, I'm just telling you what to do and you do it and then you wait. Level two, at least when you get finished, I'm telling you, I'm still telling you what to do, but at least when you get finished, you've got a little bit of responsibility and that's to come back and say, what's next? Those two levels, you don't want to operate at those levels as a parent or as a leader of other people. You want to at least start here at level three because level one and level two, as a leader, you have to do all the thinking. You're deciding what's next. So you got to figure out what's next by looking at the big picture, doing all the thinking. But you empower the team to do a lot of that thinking and then you guide them and steer them and lead them to become better thinkers. That frees you up to do more leading and to do more thinking about other stuff. So level three is really where you want to start, but your team has to understand these levels and you have to understand these levels for you to actually be effective at delegating with these five levels. So level three is recommend a course of action. What this means is the person you delegating to recommends a course of action, meaning what do they, what should they do next? At this level, something powerful happens. That person has to do all the thinking. And then when they come to you, you, if you don't like what they're recommending, you don't tell them what to do. As soon as you tell them what to do, you're back to level one. You don't do that. Level three, they recommend something. You start asking questions. Especially if you disagree. I mean, you got to ask some questions. Either you or that person is going to learn something. They're going to learn how you think, or you're going to learn how they think, or you're going to learn about something they know about that you don't know, or they're going to learn about something that that you know about and they don't know. But they're going to do all the thinking, and you do the asking the questions until you guys come to an agreement, and then they go make it happen. So they, they maintain responsibility for what's next. Level four is do it and report immediately. So the person decides what they're going to do, they go ahead and do it. So now they got a real responsibility because it's done. But then they come report it to the leader immediately after they're done. So the person has done all the thinking and taken action and they're fully responsible. Level five is do it and report routinely. So the person you're delegating to, they're fully trusted to think and act on their own. Report routinely could mean they, they come to you once a day, once a week, once a month. If, they, if you truly trust them, they come to you whenever they think they need to come to you. You trust them. They know how to take themselves through level three, four, and five. They know when to recommend instead of just do it. They know when to do it and just tell you it was done. So you know what's been done and you may have be able to communicate it to someone who's 
uh, communicating with you and not them, but you need to know as the leader. And someone may not be at level five on everything. They may be at level three in one area, level four in another area, level five in, a, in another area. Or they may be at level five, full trust, and then something special comes up or something super important, and you don't snatch it away and do it because you believe in them. You just take them down to level three because you need to be involved in it. And now they can interact and recommend a course of action every time, every step through, step along the process. So if you've got a boss who's calling you or a customer or a salesperson and you need to know what all is going on, it doesn't mean you have to take it over. That sends a signal you don't trust them. You don't believe in them. You just take them down to level three. And you engage with them. They go out and still make it happen. You don't steal the thunder and get all the credit for doing the cool project. You don't you, you don't snag projects away from your team. You believe in your team. You give them credit. You want them to have credit. We've talked about it last episode. Help them shine. If you want to help them shine and they don't quite know how to shine, take them to level three so you can ask them questions and get them thinking and it becomes their idea. So when you give them credit at the end, it's just like Jimmy said, that quote I shared from Jimmy Collins at the start of this episode, the very best leaders make us feel as if we are in control. And if you learn about those five levels of delegation, high impact delegation, levels three, four, and five do exactly what Jimmy's talking about. And you need to go dive into 10 values of high impact leaders and really dig into that one chapter. There's 10 chapters in that book. It's not a 30 page or 30 chapter, three page book. It's about a hundred pages or so. So most of the chapters uh, around 10 pages or something like that, but uh, it's a different kind of book than this. But the value of delegation in there is something to really, really help you out. All right, so we're going to wrap it up today. But go out and find a way to believe in your team. Don't just say it. Make them feel it. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others, now available on audio, along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.